I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Gary, and Gary presents status post anterior cerebral artery stroke. Which of the following is the least likely to be a clinical manifestation of the anterior cerebral artery syndrome? So we have A, homonymous hemianopsia, B, contralateral hemiparesis involving mainly the lower extremity, C, contralateral hemisensory loss involving mainly the lower extremity. And D is urinary incontinence. All right, let's go up to the top of this question. Before we do that, though, if you're a PT student or grad and you struggle with standardized tests, I need you to listen to this, okay? Do you have the NPTE coming up this year? Because if you do, I need you to listen to this. Every single Monday night, I'm inside of this private Facebook groups, absolutely free, and I'm dropping fire on how to get more structure, how to stay focused, how to dominate the NPTE. A lot of us, we just don't have the structure and the direction that we need. And actually, this past week, I interviewed two of my coaching students who just passed the NPTE. Y'all, they dropped fire about how to overcome test performance anxiety related to the NPTE and how to progressively increase your practice exam scores. Both these students were able to dominate their PED exams and go on to crush the NPTE. You got to hear these interviews. Where can you get it? Go to www.nptegroup.com. Again, I'm in there every single week. It's absolutely free. I mean, you're crazy if you're not in this group, all right? Do it right now, www.nptegroup.com. All right, let's go ahead up to the top of this question and knock it out. So we have Gary presents status post anterior cerebral artery stroke. Mm -mm -mm. I like this question. You want to know why? Because this is one I can tell you that is highly likely to show up on the MPTE. Why? Because strokes, CVAs, as we like to call them, are very common in the world of physical therapy. And so I would expect this type of question to come up on the exam. Now, here's the thing. It says, Gary presents status post anterior cerebral artery stroke. Now, There's actually another type of stroke that's more common. I see you all putting that down already. It's the middle cerebral artery stroke. Yeah, also known as the MCA. Beautiful. Love that. Now, that's not what Gary has. Gary has an anterior cerebral artery stroke. Can you tell me real quick, what lobes does the anterior cerebral artery supply? Do you remember that from neuro? Hit me back with it. What is that? 
Yeah, so that's the frontal lobe and that's the parietal lobe. Absolutely. So this is good. So we know that our patient right now is presenting to us with more than likely problems with that frontal lobe and their parietal lobe as well. Okay, cool. Now, as we continue down the question, it goes right into the question stem. It says, which of the following is the least likely to be a clinical manifestation of anterior cerebral artery syndrome? So here's the thing. This question is not long at all. It's straight to the point. But you want to know one of the major errors that I see that when I'm talking to students, one of the major things I hear is, coach, you know, I was able to go through the question, right? But it's like I'm not understanding what they're asking me for. And then I go back after I finish the practice exam and I'm like looking at the rationales and I see like, oh my gosh, I knew the answer to that. I just didn't know what they were asking me. Like, oh, I could have got that right. How many of y'all are running into that problem? One of the things I harp on a lot with my coaching students is understanding how to interpret the question. If you can't do that well, you can never really be confident that you're answering it correctly. And so for this question right here, can we take a step back and look at what is this question really asking us for? We got a patient who presents with anterior cerebral artery stroke, an anterior CVA. Gotcha. First thing that should be going through your mind is what are common signs and symptoms of this type of stroke? Because the question is asking, which of the following is not expected, the least likely when a patient presents with an anterior cerebral artery stroke? What do we not expect to be there? So for those of you on the podcast, let me go through the answer choices right now. So we have A, homonymous hemianopsia, B, contralateral hemiparesis involving mainly the lower extremity, C, is contralateral hemisensory loss involving mainly the lower extremity, and D, is urinary incontinence. All right, so let's go up to the top of these answers, start knocking them down one by one. Here we go. A says homonymous hemianopsia. Do we expect to see that in a patient with an anterior cerebral artery stroke? So here's the thing. Homonymous hemianopsia, it's important for you to <laughs> be able to say it, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You don't really need to say that on the APTE, but you do need to know what the heck that is, right? Homonymous hemianopsia. Now, it's typically an injury to the left part of the brain. And it causes a person to lose half of their visual field, all right? Like the right side of the visual field. That's known as homonymous hemianopsia. Now, here's the thing. What tends to cause it? Is it an anterior cerebral artery stroke? Some of y'all said yes for that. It's actually more common in a patient with a MCA, middle cerebral artery stroke, because the temporal lobe is the one that controls what we call visual processing. Yeah, I know you probably thought that was a seminal lobe, but actually the temporal lobe does this activity called visual processing. And so if you have a middle cerebral artery stroke, a lot of times that can present with homonymous hemianopsia. So I'm like, hmm, Actually, this condition isn't that common with an anterior cerebral artery stroke. Homonymous hemianopsia is more common with 
a posterior cerebral artery stroke that affects the occipital lobe or a middle cerebral artery stroke that affects more of the temporal lobe. So I'm like, Ugh, I don't like this one. I'm going to go ahead and rule it in as the right answer. Because remember, the question is saying, which of the following is the least likely to be a clinical manifestation? So I'm going to circle or put a check mark next to A for now. It looks like a good answer, but let's continue down the line and see if it's the best one. So we look at B. B says contralateral hemiparesis involving mainly the lower extremity. Is that something we expect in a patient with an anterior cerebral artery stroke? A lot of y'all are saying yes, a little bit of nose there. Okay, so let's break it down. If a person presents to you with a CVA, a stroke, do we tend to see that being more ipsilateral body symptoms like ipsilateral hemiparesis or contralateral? Contralateral, definitely contralateral symptoms. So if a person presents to you with a left CVA, I expect them to have right hemiparesis. Yeah, we learned this in neuro class. Y'all remember that? Beautiful. And vice versa, if a person presents to you with a right CVA, they're likely to have left hemiparesis. Beautiful. So I like the whole contralateral hemiparesis thing. That all makes sense. The question for you is, if a patient has an anterior cerebral artery stroke, does it affect mainly the lower extremity as compared to the upper extremity? Ah, a lot of y'all say yes for this. Good, good, yes. So the anterior cerebral artery stroke impacts more of the lower extremities, the lower half of the body, compared to the upper half, such as the upper extremity. So you know what? B, I'm going to go ahead and put an X next to it because I would expect to see contralateral hemiparesis involving mainly the lower extremity. I would expect that. And remember, the question's asking for which of the following is the least likely to be a clinical manifestation of this condition? I'm going to put an X next to B, not likely the answer. Let's go down to C. C says contralateral hemisensory loss involving mainly the lower extremity. Yes or no? Well, we already know that we would expect contralateral symptoms. So that part of the answer is correct. My question, do we expect to see hemisensory loss as well? One side of the body, hemisensory loss. A lot of y'all are saying yes. Yep. So with CVA, do we expect to see a hemiparesis or of that paralysis of the extremity? Yep. Do we expect to see hemisensory, meaning loss of sensation on one side of the body? The answer is yes. All right. So that makes sense. Question, does it involve mainly the lower extremity? Yes. Anterior cerebral artery strokes affect more of the lower extremity, more than the upper extremity. So guess what? I'm going to put a big X next to C. Why? Because I would expect there to be contralateral hemisensory loss involving mainly the lower extremity. All right. Remember, we're looking for which of the following is the least likely to be a clinical manifestation. All right. Let's look at D. This is the final one we're looking at. It says urinary incontinence. A lot of y'all selected this answer right here. My question for you, if your patient presented to you in the clinic with an anterior cerebral artery stroke, 
would you expect them to potentially have urinary incontinence? Yes or no? The answer to that is yes, I would expect it. And the reason is the answer cerebral artery stroke impacts more of the lower part of the body. That includes the lower extremity, yes, but it also includes bladder functioning. And so this patient is likely to show up with urinary incontinence. That makes sense. Remember, the question's asking, which of the following is the least likely? And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a big X next to D because I would expect urinary continence, leaving us with our final answer of homonymous hemianopsia A. How many of y'all got that question right? That was a toughie, baby, a toughie, because it goes down into the specifics of signs and symptoms that you would see with this type of condition. But you need to know this for the MPTE. There was a specific reason why I chose this question. It was because not only is it a common thing for you to see, but you needed to really understand that some of your MPTE questions will be pretty god darn straightforward like this. Not a lot of information, but you're going to need to be able to pick out whether this is a sign and symptom you would see or would not. You have to be able to do that. So in this question here, we had a patient who presented with an anterior cerebral artery stroke, and we had to pretty much pick out, would we see this or would we not? So If a patient presented to you with an ACA stroke, anterior cerebral artery stroke, would you see homonymous hemianopsia? The answer to that was no. That's the reason why it was the correct answer. We were looking for the least likely. Well, let me ask you about some of the other answers. If a person had an ACA stroke, would you see contralateral hemiparesis involving the lower extremity? The answer to that is absolutely. Why? Because... ACAs affect the lower extremity more, and you're going to have contralateral symptoms. Okay, let's go down to C. Would we see contralateral hemisensory loss involving mainly the lower extremity? Yep, you would. We would expect that. It's the reason why it's not the right answer. Mm-mm. How about D? If a patient presented to you with an ACA stroke, would you expect to see urinary incontinence? And the answer is yeah. You would expect that because a person with an ACA stroke, they lose functioning in their contralateral lower extremity, but they also lose a lot of functioning in the pelvic genitalial region as well, all right, including bladder functioning. And so urinary incontinence, yeah, is something that you would likely see as well, all right? So that's leaving us again with our final answer of A, homonymous hemianopsia. For those of you who can't pronounce that one, just keep trying, baby. That's what I had to do. Reps, reps, reps. (laughs) Also, check it out in your textbook as well. O'Sullivan does a really good job of explaining that, but your neuro textbook, Lundy and Ekman out there for neuro rehab, that one can also help you to understand that in visual form, all right? Now, if you're a student that has been struggling to understand tough concepts like stroke and what you're likely to see and not see, how to treat that particular patient and whatnot, if you're somebody that needs the visual like somebody to explain it to you in an engaging way, I invite you to check us out at theptHustle.com. We have a new and improved, incredible coaching program 
where we are going through the toughest concepts that come up on the MPTE and explaining it in a way that not forces you to memorize it, but forces that retention so that you can understand it and then be able to apply it on the MPTE. It is absolutely phenomenal. Where can you check that out? www.thepthustle.com. All right, go to courses page and you can learn all about it. For those of you who have not gotten our free cheat sheets, we do have 10 musculoskeletal free cheat sheets out there. They're phenomenal. They allow you to learn some of the toughest concepts in five minutes or less. All right. You can get those by going to www.nptecheatsheetswithans.com. So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana, Overbreak, wherever you're at right now, go into the show notes, click the link in there and get it. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.